Love being naked. We love talking about naked truths, shedding light in the darkness, playing with taboos. So tune in. We love being naked together. So welcome everybody. Today I'd like to introduce you to Alison Fuller. Alison Fuller is a yoga teacher, an astrologer, and the founder of Immersive Yoga. I met Alison, I think, what was it? Was it last year? Yeah, last January. Last January. My God, time goes so fast, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I painted her aura in the uh, Cheerio Park in Valencia. It's a beautiful experience. Very mm -hmm. uplifting. And uh, I've been following you. I've, I've, you know, I noticed that throughout 2020, I, I, I sort of referred to you as the traveling yogi. <laughs> I saw you going, going all around Spain, having such a wonderful time. And yeah. uh, I really wanted to chat to you today about, you know, the, the, the different things that you do. But mm. to sort of get into sort of understanding of, of how you apply yoga you know, to your life. Mm -hmm. and because, you know, yoga, because I know I've started doing yoga as well recently. Um, and it's it's a it's a spiritual practice, although it also gives you exercise. And mm -hmm. I can imagine that that you've had a few challenges on your on your travels. So first of all, just introduce yourself, explain you know what you do and and, and how you yeah. do it. And, and take it yeah. So thanks for having me, and hello everyone. Um, so yeah, in a bit of a nutshell, so the last two years specifically, I have dedicated my life to walking this path of teaching yoga, studying all things spiritual and things like, well, astrology I've been studying for a good 15 years, but um, the last two years I basically, well two years ago, I quit my full-time job, which was, you know, a typical kind of working in the corporate world, not quite, you know, doing things that were aligned with my, you know, my heart, my soul. Um, so yeah, took the leap, quit everything. I lost, you know, relationship, a house, a job. It all just came tumbling down through choice and started to walk this path of, yeah, a bit of a traveling yogi, nomad discoverer. So I'm on a journey of self-discovery and learning and teaching what I pick up along the way. And I obviously learn through teaching as well and um, yeah, love sharing this this side of life with people, you know, the, the university of life as opposed to anything we can find in the textbooks. It must be quite a, uh, you know, that's, um, especially for women as well, you know, uh, that yeah. must be quite a, a, is it, is it a daunting experience or, 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 you know, going off into the unknown, you know, just, you know, throwing... Yeah. And calls the wind and saying, you know what, I'm just going to lead a completely new life and just go for it. No, that's that's a lot of uh, courage to go and do that, isn't it? Yeah, well, I always say because obviously on things like social media from the outside, my life always looks quite, you know, glamorous because I'm always on like beautiful beaches or in forests and there's nice sunsets. One minute I'm in Central America, then I'm, you know, in Spain. So... Um, and, you know, I feel very fortunate to sort of be lucky enough to have this courage to follow that path. But it does come, yeah, with its challenges and responsibilities. And it's been a huge lesson for me um, to actually get a true perspective on what 
freedom actually is because before I used to think I was a free spirit um you know kind of going with the flow doing what I want living my passion but actually when you're on the path and you come with challenges because life always has its polarities there's always challenges wherever you are whether you're in paradise or in the city or you know in your home comfort you, mm-hmm. you know you have your house problems you know little problems, yes. big problems. <laughs> yeah exactly so and it's the same when you're kind of on this journey um you're not just traveling you know you're, you're coming into experiences and you have to really dig deep into your own resources sometimes unknowingly you know um and you haven't got like people around you your friends your family you know you're in foreign places um and as you say sometimes being a female i've had extra kind of you know paranoia sometimes of like being very like male dominant sort of you know maybe more yeah i um, imagine also you know last year with the the whole explosion of the the, the you know the pandemic the covid mm-hmm. pandemic you know most yeah. people were were you know isolated themselves in in fear you know in their homes and sort of dreading to walk out the front door but you're mm-hmm. sort of you know tapping into your you know superhero yeah <laughs> exactly like you know, lying across the world and <laughs> yeah. you know, I know. You know, so yeah. that, that's that's in itself is it's incredible you know, extremely impressive you know so so, so yeah. what is it that that you can tap into to get get over those fears i'd say um as cliche as it sounds but i literally follow my heart which i think is very heavily connected to your gut or your intuition whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. so i just really follow that and it's usually right and when i haven't followed it lo and behold there's been a consequence of that so this is another beautiful thing when you're independently walking the path on your own it's almost like your senses do become slightly heightened because your survival is down to you you know there's not so many people to lean on or there isn't so many comfort zones you're more stripped bare of that so mm-hmm. i think all the other senses kind of heighten in a way of uh, being able to look after yourself no matter what the circumstance. And it is, um, a, it is interesting that talking about senses and, and heightening them, mm. um, do you find that when you're on, on your path on your travels that you get, a, uh, you get closer to your higher self? Definitely, and I can almost say 100% from my last experience when I was in uh, the south of Spain, in Bologna, Mm-hmm. A very special place just down on the tip of the south of Spain, uh, near Tarifa and Gibraltar um, and North Africa. And um, very, very special place, like energetically, like, almost like ethereal in some places. And uh, some of the experiences I was having there, like um, I was so immersed, literally immersive yoga, but like immersed <laughs> in the nature right. that. Um, like I was spending hours in the forest and I'd be sitting there just in the meditation and hear like the tiniest of little branches crack and it sounded so loud it's like I heard the crack on like five different layers and just like and and the same with the light the light that was coming through there like the sun was just beaming and there was all this like white cloud the sand was white there's like all this white light and I started to feel energized by the lights. Like I wasn't even getting that hungry, even though I was out hiking all day. Um, and I started to realize, actually, I feel quite solar powered. Like I, 
felt I was solar powered. I wasn't trying to convince myself because obviously we have a body that needs food and, you know, rehydration. Yeah. But I just felt so powerful and energetic in, in nature with no one else around. Because mm-hmm. no one is around because of COVID. No one's traveling. There's, there's no one around. It is, it is quite interesting because, you know, what comes up in me, and I, and I love the way we have these conversations because, you know, you say something and then, and then I connect to it on a very deep sort of subconscious level and something sort of bubbles up inside of me. And, uh, and I think this is the, actually, this is the way we should be having conversations. Everybody should be having a conversation from what comes up from within, you know, rather than, than a sort of mind conversation. Because, you know, when you talk about, you know, this strong connection with the lights and, um, and the sort of solar energy, that's literally charging you up. Um, that does make me also feel that you know, maybe this is actually going back to the to our true nature, you know, mm. true true essence of, of who we were originally. You know, yeah. um, and yeah. you know that you know you know a time when when we did literally live off. The, the energy force and, and not feeding ourselves, not feeding ourselves with, with matter, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so. even like, you know, the hunter-gatherers, like being able to hear like very, very clearly from a, a long distance, like if there was any kind of animal like in the woods, like cracking the woods, cracking mm-hmm. the, you know, to hear and, and see and smell, you know, for survival, like a bit, it's a bit more animalistic, but we, we are you know, part of nature and, we yeah, are, you yeah. know, we are, we are like animalistic in a way, aren't we? That's where yeah. the fear comes from, the fight or flight response, it's, you know. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah totally, totally. And uh, so, you know, you, you, this, you know, you've been having very immersive experiences and, and this is, you know, your, your work is called immersive yoga. So, yeah. you know, what's the, uh, um, what's, what, you know, how how's it all connected you know, for you? Yeah, so the reason I called it immersive yoga was um, literally like I've been on yoga retreats myself as a student and as a teacher and I always find them very nourishing and relaxing and you know somewhat social and you know all those elements are included in our retreats but the extra bit I wanted to kind of make an emphasis on was the immersion so Um, taking things deeper we're going to be exploring lots of different angles of yoga as well like bringing in the yogic philosophy going on meditation walks like literally immersing ourselves and and just bringing a few extra layers to it where we're connecting fully to what yoga really means which is you know uniting your mind body soul Um, it's a spiritual practice as well as keeping yourself fit and healthy and you know making it enjoyable but yeah, it's really about spending a week or however long you've got um, to take that time out to resonate with what your soul wants, what your heart wants. You know, not always what your mind, what your mind thinks you want isn't always what your soul needs, actually. Um, hence me, you know, going off on a trip, on a solo trip to go in. I felt like I was replenishing my soul. I knew it had taken a hit from this whole pandemic and yeah when I was out immersing myself naturally like not even thinking about it I was naturally drawn to what I was doing 
day by day I felt like I was going higher and higher and higher and like my vibration was just like mm. yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like it's sort of like I'm I'm living proof that immersing yourself in something whatever it is it doesn't have to be nature even um is something that's going to speak to your soul and then raise your vibration I believe we've just got to focus on what that is without all the noise around us and distractions and phones and yeah. news and crap basically yeah 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 to talk frankly to to, to be naked you know in, yeah, yeah. So, yeah 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 and I think no I think that's uh, um I mean that's that's the beauty of what you're doing you're just going off traveling and you're going into nature and you're mm. being able to let go of all the the, the shit and all the heavy crap yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's dragging everybody down who's you know back home linked into social media you know, mm. watching the television and yeah. I do get the sort of feeling that it's almost like it's been done on purpose to, to, to yeah. really keep us down in this definitely, definitely. like oh, whenever I come back I see it so clearly because I've been away from it so I have like mm -hmm. a fresh perspective and I I often get this heavy energy feeling, um, which I've got better at protecting myself from. Before, I used to sort of be in and out. Like, I'd always be, like, on a high when I'm away and then a bit more of a low when I'm back. But now I'm, like, just, you know, I've got my vibration kind of uh, solid. I've made yeah. a foundation with it almost. But I see it, and obviously people that I love and uh, people around me. And, yeah, it breaks my heart because um, it is forced on us. It is... It's, pushed subconsciously um you know again through the news through social media through any, any anything you know um, and yeah it's hard to kind of explain to people um not in a like you know i'm better and i've seen the other side but it's, it's try it's hard to try and explain to people to not that that, that that's what's causing the problem you know to step away from that yeah. Um, I mean, it is actually that they're immersed into mm, a lower yeah, vibration exactly. and you've immersed yourself into a higher vibration. Yeah, yeah. And that's why you can you can see the difference. Yeah, and hence why I really love being a teacher because teaching yoga for me, whether it's on retreat or even online now, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's holding that space of people. Instead of me sort of taking a angle of pushing it on people like oh this is the way to live your life and that's all fear-based and this is you know instead i just hold space for people that want to come and sort of offer what you know part of me which is also part of what i've learned part of my energy is hopefully a bit more of a higher vibration yeah, and um yeah take any judgment out of it take any comparisons out of it take any separation out of it and just be like i'm here you know so my work i feel my purpose is to share that energy and that healing um without making it so obvious you know yeah 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 well i think the fact that you can move in in and out of the both sort of uh vibrations you know of, of the of the sort of current climate where people are in fear of the COVID mm -hmm. and then you can you know, go off and you can do your traveling and then you can come back and you can protect yourself because that's what I'm, I'm doing a lot of stuff with helping people to become aware of their aura and then mm -hmm. so when they come back into the 
you know, back into the soup, you know, yeah. you know so we say that you don't get consumed by it all. Mm. So, I mean, how do you, how do you keep yourself from not getting consumed by all the negative energy that's after you've been traveling? Yeah, so I'd say um, definitely with like the spiritual practices that I've always had before, you know, teaching or anything, I've always practiced mm. yoga and meditation. So taking time out, like conscious time, making time for yourself, like when people don't have time, that's when you make time. They will say when you don't have time to meditate, that's when you need to meditate. So, yeah, basically at first it was a, you know, it was, I had to consciously make time and then that becomes a daily habit, a daily routine. And yeah, eventually it's, you know, a kind of part of my lifestyle, which is being mindful and present um, cultivating. We have to cultivate uh, inner peace as cheesy mm. as that sounds, but we have to, you know, we have to work on it actually these days in the modern life. So yeah, yeah, yeah yoga, meditation, I do Qigong, obviously things like um, studying like astrology and self-inquiry, satsangs. I listen to other spiritual teachers and, mm-hmm. um, t- like do tarot cards or whatever. I'm just into all of the weird and wonderful things basically. But the um, thing is, is that, so it sounds like you've created your own belief system. Yeah. Like I guess again, my belief system is listening to, my needs, I guess, or my heart or my higher self, whatever you want to call it. And that changes, you know, as well. Sometimes it is being a bit more concrete. Sometimes it's not going off traveling. Sometimes it's living a bit more, you know, in the world of daily routine and, you know, uh, Mm. material sense, you know, but I think the thing, the clever thing, what to do is for many of the practices that resonate with each individual is how to integrate it into your life. And that at first takes the practice and, and that's the hardest bit. But once it's integrated, you've got the perfect bridge or the, uh, an almost perfect balance between, you know, your spiritual self and your physical self. And, yeah. and that's the beauty of it. And that's kind of a little bit on the same note of what I want to do with immersive yoga is doing the immersive experience. So giving people all the tools they need and again, taking which ones work for them, not one size fits all and then instead of when they go back home just sort of slipping back into those bad habits or that lower energy or whatever um you know helping them train in a way where they can take those tools home and integrate it into the normal world because when you are on a yoga retreat everyone is on a high vibration everyone loves it they leave feeling amazing mm-hmm. and i've done it i've come home as soon as i've gone back to work or whatever just the weeks go past and slowly slowly i'm back on that kind of stress or so yeah it you have to have the intention to make the first step but it all comes down to that first step the first step is the most important basically and then we build step by step from there yeah 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 and it, it is interesting because i i think that you know in i think definitely what's happening at the moment is the whole integration it's all you know it's it's like now is the time to really you know, learn to apply everything to our life, isn't it? Mm, you know, that's yeah. the, that's almost like the missing link, you know. Mm, exactly, and I think nature again is kind of my um, religion in a way, if you want to call it uh, that, because nature's our perfect teacher to show us, you know, all these things of like you know letting go and change and the beauty of life 
present moment, like the small things, just taking time out to breathe, uh, feeling grateful for being alive. You know, sometimes like, gratitude is one of the highest vibrations. Um, sometimes we get so bogged down with the heaviness of the world that we forget to count our blessings. And there, there's blessings in every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's quite funny. Like I had a lovely message from from a friend in Ibiza, and he, halfway through, he was saying, you know blessings and love and blessings and love and he said oh my god you know i'm starting to sound like you you're always talking about blessings yeah. And love. <laughs> yeah if i if i started counting my blessings i think i'd be here all day <laughs> yeah exactly you'd have no time for anything else <laughs> yeah. 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 so i also wanted to ask you about the, uh, the the astrology because like you know now mm. this is the age of Aquarius you know, it's, it is indeed yes and what my favorite sign is because I'm completely biased being double Aquarius I've got oh. my sun and moon in Aquarius so wow, okay. yeah I'm very Aquarian and yeah age of Aquarius and not only that but we are about to head into a huge Aquarian party in February where um, seven planets are aligning in the zodiac. So, in the constellation of Aquarius, we've got seven planets, right. which is actually on my birthday, the 11th of February. So, it's going to be a big, big astrological, energetic day. Um, I think the last time there was any kind of lineup like this, and it was only five planets, was in 1962. Right. And uh, it's a time with the Aquarian energy, it is a time of change it's a time of you know rebellion restructuring the systems humanitarian projects it's innovative it's you know it's out there basically it's the future mm -hmm. so we're very much stepping into that and anyone that is going to be born around that february time is going to be hugely aquarian like we're going to have all these very aquarian souls coming into the planet now like the whole chart is Aquarius, pretty much. <laughs> so. Yeah, 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 yeah. so what what are, what are the traits of, of Aquarius people? Yeah, so they're um, it's an air sign like Gemini. So yeah, right. we like to communicate and talk. It's the intellect. It's kind of the mental realm, if mm -hmm. you like. Um, they're innovators, so very future orientated. So usually a lot of you know quirky inventions are built like you know like the internet is almost like an aquarian or gemini kind of energy um but then it's also very heart-centered because it's air and air is actually the heart chakra right. so it's also got this very humanitarian um energy as well where it's to do with you know um the whole world it, yeah global um, humanitarian projects like you know helping the starving usually find aquarians you know working in africa um, right. yeah so it's it's a very good sign uh, for what i feel the planet needs basically and yeah. it's, it's also a link to technology so we might start to see some big big shifts in the speed of which inventions and technology and medicine and you know vaccinations or whatever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's, it's everything's going to speed up massively i feel yeah, yeah. It, it, it is a very interesting time because we're also like at a crossroads you know with with different things it's like you know truth the truth is 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 coming out there's more and more truth you know, coming out you know, into the world um Definitely. the mm -hmm. the 
the old power structure is is starting to crumble. You know, yeah. Um, you know, you know, for us to be able to go into these higher dimensions, you know, what has been around for thousands of years can no longer exist. You know. And, Definitely. Uh, well, another thing that's happening with the astrology that's been the talk of the whole well, of twenty twenty, which is why astrologers feel the virus is here in a way, is um, Jupiter and Saturn conjunct the great conjunction it's called and Jupiter's about expansion um you know being the big gas planet it's always about expansion and Saturn's about restrictions but the reason the restrictions are there is for things to break down and then restructure so it's almost like at the moment we're in this double energy of like restriction and expansion that's, that's because things need to first be broken down before they can be expanded and with the aquarian energies there's going to be so many new ideas new ways of living innovative things coming up to help us go forward in the right way i believe it's 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 really fascinating isn't it because i mean i i do know I, I the way the stars are and the planets you know they, i mean they, they're obviously there for a reason they're not just hanging around just for the fun of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean so exactly, be able to get like deeper meaning from yeah. the constellations is really fascinating. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, like I always say with astrology, like the easiest way to sometimes explain it, um, because it is a massive subject, it's a lifetime subject, is how we move in cycles. Um, and obviously we see this with the sun and the moon, day and night. We see the new moon, the full moon, you know, going round every month. And it's the same with all the other planets, but we just can't see them as much, but they're still cycling around us. And, you know, the fact that seven planets are lining up in one constellation, they're all going to have an impact on each other energetically because, you know, there's no way a planet like Jupiter and Saturn can't get that close to each other and not have some sort of energetical, you know, resonance. And then that's going to then come out and that then comes down to us as well. And taking it back to the moon explanation is, you know, like on a full moon, they say that people go a bit crazy, don't they? And that's due to the fullness of the moon and the fact we're water and it's pulling us and our hormones go off balance. And and that's where the word lunatics come from. It's lunar. (laughs) And they used to say back in the day, yeah, he's gone lunatic. So again, going back to nature, people back in the day, they only used to, have the sky to look up to to see what was going on in their environment you know that's where yeah, astrology yeah. started so yes yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very fascinating no also it, it's really interesting about the whole the thing now about you know emotions and because the thing is is that you know when we have heart brain you know coherence you know um you know we we, we, we bring our this brain into alignment with our heart you know mm. and and we're doing it, you know, through our, through the, uh, um, through the emotions, you know, in our lower chakras, you know, and, uh, and our, our heart is, is basically where we, where we, where we bring the, all of the possibilities into reality, you know, yeah. that all comes through the heart, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, so that's why I think like now as we're moving into Aquarius and, um, you know, we 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 are being you know, asked, you know, 
it through free, through free will. You know, do we choose love or do we choose fear? You know, it is absolutely blatantly obvious. You know, if yeah. you look at the world now, it's like you've really got those those two choices, and and you know, you know, um, you know, from that, you 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 either start to manifest more fear into your life, mm-hmm. and you know, with that comes disease and comes you know suffering and comes you know, all that, or you or you 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 know trust in love and the doors open and yeah. you know you know all possibilities for living in a higher vibrational world of freedom and you know um happiness and you know well-being you know they're all there exactly and i think this is why again this age of aquarius or all this aquarius stuff that's coming up for us now because it's also to do with communities like how we live and operate together in our communities not just locally but globally Mm -hmm. and um like the world community human you know humanity basically and um also it's to do with like groups and co-creating things working together we need to all start coming together and it's also to do with revolution so again i I feel like big things are going to happen this year actually Mm -hmm. um and from this february midpoint when these planets align for me being you know into astrology i think that's going to be the, the rocket that's going to head us to this new direction it's going to take years and years like maybe not in our lifetime but mm-hmm. it is the start and uh, if you think about these ages like i think the last age was 2000 years this age of aquarius is 2000 years so we're just at the beginning of a 2000 year cycle so yeah this is big stuff we're like the transition we're like the start of it Um, yeah 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 yeah. so it's like people will be talking about us for you know for for millennia to come so yeah you know um it's uh it's that's why i think like now is is really it's really a fundamental time to really stand in your power and say you know this is who i am this is what i'm here to do for the world know and just go out there and do it you know yeah and as you're doing that you also find vibrationally the other people your tribe that are also doing that and that's what i always find on my travels i'm never really alone because i always find someone even like you know in the most like weirdest kind of way um Mm -hmm. that either gets the idea or is there to help or vice versa so And the people that don't resonate with that will just fall away. So speaking our truth and being who we truly are, whether people like it or not, is, is key, I think, nowadays. Yeah, 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 totally. Being your authentic self. Because it's, it's so much nicer. Because when you, when you get it, you realise that you're resonating. You know, the way you meet people is because of you know, what you're putting out there, what you're doing, what you're doing with your life, you know, how you're feeling. Uh, all of that is is you know attracting people into your life and if you're you know living your life being you know who your parents wanted you to be or mm-hmm. you know, who your partner wants you to be or who your boss wants you to be you know you're never going to be happy or or you know fulfilled or you know, feeling uh, um you know, yeah your well-being or something because you're not being your authentic self and even who society wants us to be, because yeah. that's an old, old idea of what society used to be. It's so 
you know, I, I don't have, I feel now, it took me a few years to clock it, but I'm, I feel now that I don't want to be, you know, just following society's way because I, mm -hmm. one, I, I somewhat don't trust it in some ways, but also, yeah, I'm, I noticed that when I follow my own path, it's actually more abundant because I'm straight away more aligned with what I want to do. So it's just like, and even though it, it might mean that I'm doing that a lot of the time on my own, um, cause I'm not fitting into what society's model looks like. I'm happy to do that because I feel like what I learn from that and then what I share people are then being inspired to do the same. So actually it's just that people want to do that, but they can't break away from the, you know, the conformed or the, yeah conditioning of yeah. society and that that's what they want they want that conditioning they want that control they don't want anyone stepping outside of that yeah. so um but once you do step outside of it you actually see how much easier it is absolutely and i mean you know um everything when you step outside of it you're you're in the flow of life yeah exactly the flow not the fear Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and in that fear, in that flow, then you get, you know, the synchronicities. And, mm, you know, you yeah. I often see things and, and I start to sort of, sort of be able to see things and, and get the connections and think, oh, you know, isn't that amazing? And then, you know, I'm aware of how also my aura, you know, expands and, it, and it's, mm. it's touching people, you know, with different parts of the world, you know, and then people like contact me and go, Oh, you know, Rich, God, I had this really strong dream that you came to me in my dream or something, or, or I had this really strong sense of you today, you know, being here in the room with me. You know? Yeah. And it's yeah. just, it's things like that that, that, that's, you know, at first they were like mind boggling, but now I'm starting to, I'm starting to understand because you know, we all have this inner power, you know, within us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, every, everybody has it. Everybody knows. You know, I think everybody's got this feeling that they, they do have this inner power. But, you know, we were never given the manual on, on how to use it. No, exactly. It feels like as an adult, sometimes, like, I went through, like, years of just feeling like I've had to just spend so much time unlearning things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I still am to some extent. But... Um, you know, it's just crazy, isn't it? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, we, we're not even given, it's not even an issue of like, we're not given the tools. It's like, we're actually given the wrong tools yeah. in the first place. Then we have to, you know, find the right tools. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little bit like hide and seek and, you know, and it's almost like we're in some cosmic game or something, mm. you know, and, and, and we've got to, you know, go through these different, you know, different you know, things. And then we, then we, we pass that test and we pass that test and then, and we get another tool that we can take with us. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And this is why I find like meditation out of all my practices, the most powerful because, you know, whether you have a sort of successful meditation practice, i.e. some days I'll sit there and just be completely in my head and I know it, but the intention of me taking that time to sit out was still better than me sitting there on my phone, feeding my mind with more stuff. Yes. Um, yeah. Other days I'll sit in meditation and I will just feel like a pure channel of presence and it's just beautiful and and in those moments that's when I realise, you know, 
what I am. I, I am consciousness. I am love. I am all these other things that, um, you know, make me realise, you know, what life's about in a way. Oh, beautiful. Well, you know, it's been, it's been an absolute joy talking to you today. Yeah. And uh, you. I just, <laughs> I, I, yes, I, I, I feel fully uplifted. I feel uplifted. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I just want to thank you very much for taking the time to come and speak with me and, 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 and the audience here and, you know, share, share your wisdom, share, share your perspective on the world. Appreciate thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for being naked. <laughs> no worries. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Thank you, Alison. All right, then. Take it easy. Lots of love. Love being naked. We love talking about naked truths, shedding light in the darkness, playing with taboos. So tune in. We love being naked together.